0: Hello, and welcome back to an all-new episode of Real Talk with Pastor Brad and Christy. Today, we're talking about just the struggle. So here are your hosts, Brad and Christy. The,
1: the struggles. S- the
2: struggle. Ah. What's funny is we went over quite a few topics before then, to call it titles. <laughs> we went over quite a few titles. Topics. It felt like a struggle. About it topics. was a struggle to come we, up with the we, we, title. Well, it was a
1: struggle to come up with a ti- title, but today... Um, I, I guess we had went around a lot of topics and we just felt like here's what we're struggling with a lot of things. And so, Hey, if Christine life is a struggling struggle. with it, you're, you may be struggling with it. And so, Hey, welcome today to real talk. It's great to be back here and, uh, with our wonderful co-host producer, are you a co-host, you're, the co-host, uh, you're the co-host. You're the co-host. Okay. I'm sorry. I
0: just, I'm a producer who talks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yep it takes
2: so. a lot to produce
0: something out of Although what we can, we someone
1: did with. tell me our podcast would not be the same without brie it would not given her interjection so
0: oh that's nice i will interject this one of my favorite little quotes i ever heard from a child is from drake who's a kid in our elevate classes and he said i have struggles every day <laughs> and i thought it was very fitting can you imagine? From for, a four Drake is old. what? No. He's six. He's six. six. Well, he probably was four when he said that. It's yeah. been a couple years. Yeah. Real struggle.
1: Shout out to Drake Gilri there. Mm-hmm. Straight out of Real Talk.
2: He has struggles at six. <laughs> I mean, what does that say about our world that <laughs> we're struggling at six? My struggle at six was like, you know, keeping my ponytail in a ponytail throughout the day. That was mm-hmm. my struggle. I didn't have a real, I, I didn't have struggles. I don't think mm. maybe learning my spelling words for first grade or something. Yeah, I don't know. He's in first grade. Yeah, he
0: first is in grade. first grade.
2: Actually, so mine today, was keeping my mouth shut in first grade. Yeah, I yeah. got in trouble for
1: talking. So today we uh, we Christy and I were talking about several things that we wanted to discuss. We were actually in we're, we've been having a lot of conversations about the curriculum that is leading up to our retreat at the end of the month the summit where men and women get together and we we've been. Having conversations around that and and it is really a a huge challenge today. And um, when we when we look at the subject of apathy and how we become apathetic and how it's an enemy of robs our joy, steals our success. But and, how do we avoid and it? How do we avoid it? And a lot of times, you would ask people. Um, uh, if you said you're, you're apathetic, they would say, no, I'm not apathetic. You know, and if you asked me that directly, if you said, if Christy said, Brad, you're just apathetic, I would say, I'm not apathetic. I'm always on go. You know, I'm always ready. But the world that we live in today has, has this underlying movement to make us begin to feel apathetic towards some things. And so no, we're not going to give you all the information about the summit because you're going to have to come. And uh, we would love to have you come and participate that weekend with us for that retreat. But um, it led us and it's created this whole conversation with Christy and myself. And one of the things is um, um, just how do we, in the struggle that we're in, I, I think the, the one of the main struggles, and I put it to Christy this way, is there's no more middle ground. And so, like, um, there's no the middle class, Like, if you watch, you read the news, watch the news. They talk about how the because of our socioeconomics and recession and all of these things, the middle class socioeconomically is shrinking, and it's dissolving either into upper class, they're making it to the next realm, uh, rung up, or they're really going down, and they're fall. The middle class is falling down into the topper end of the. Topper, um, end. topper end, <laughs> the gracious. upper end. The upper end. I'm sorry. Real talk. That was uh, <laughs> that was like uh, the other night. Uh, 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 the other night, Emily, focus, focus. Emily. said to me, she said, uh, <laughs> "Yesterday night, I said your brother's rubbing off on you." But anyway, uh, the upper end of we the like bottom um, economic standards. And so anyway, that that's that's quickly dissolving. Um, when you look at politics, which how can we not look at politics are in our face right now. We're in the middle of this election season. Politics um, do be politicking. It's, it's all over. I mean, you just can't, well, you may not look at it. Chrissy's over here pointing herself. I don't do it. Well, you I can't don't look at you, it. You, you, you do too. You can't <laughs> open your phone to read what you want to read without there being something on the headline. i gonna be honest politics. with you.
2: I
0: just avoid headlines.
2: I do. Yes, I, I was, I, and I've said this many times, I only read headlines. But I'm like, kind of like you. I'm getting to the point where I'm just like, I don't even waste time. Because the headlines that make news these days just
0: bug are me. Dumb. Well, they're they are dumb. clickbait. It's, like they, they it's really
2: all want all about you. that it's so it's such clickbait and you're just like i don't and care you, and
1: then you start reading and it has nothing to do with the headline
2: mm-hmm. and i look at I, I, I think i maybe it was youbury or maybe it was ashley but i said the other day i looked at somebody and i'm like why is this news like why <laughs> like this literally came up on my news feed but it's not news it's not like the, even if it was all about the title it it wasn't news. It wasn't something people needed to know. I can't even remember what it was now because it was so random.
1: So with that, though, it is, it is though, the politics are all around. And even if you want to read headlines, you they're the headlines. It's just everywhere right now. And so um, with that being said, though, there's no more like people who are truly what they would call back in the day bipartisan. And um, that just you never know where they're going to land um it's kind of how the supreme court was for a long time you you had they called them the swing vote you never knew where they were going to land because they were free thinkers they would think for themselves and so if you're one of those people you find yourself on an island that is quickly shrinking and in in losing territory and so in the world that we live in as they've been talking about clickbait and headlines and stuff they're they're programmed to make us swing one way or the other, like um, to one of the extreme sides of the the issue of the world today. And so with that, if you're a person who is a thinker and you think for yourself, it's like you're quickly just losing your footing and losing your way. I
2: totally agree because you either have to be on one end or the other. And now in what you're talking about, like you, you introduced apathy, you're either quote unquote political or you're apathetic you're not you can't be just in between moderate you can't be a a person that says i'll do as needed per thing you either have to be all in one way or all in or you're not in at all Mm -hmm. and you're considered apathetic in in your political views or you're considered apathetic in anything really i mean just you have to be an all in you mm-hmm. can't just be, as you said, a moderate. You can't. You have to choose a side in every issue now.
1: Well, and why did? And then, and then, to when we grew up, to be a moderate it didn't mean you weren't all in. It meant you were all in and thinking for yourself and finding your way and not having to self-identify as some extreme. And so, with that, it's like people are just well, Christy and I. We talk about this. It's like sometimes when you see something somebody post, it makes you. You may. It may make you. Maybe even be a little bit sad. You're like, do they really think that? You know, or something along that because we have this capacity to know what everybody thinks now. And so how do you navigate these waters? Christy made a really good point in our our conversation around a lot of this that Satan has done such a good job
0: that he has
1: distracted us and made us so jaded towards one another that we no longer focus on the main thing. Talk a little bit about that, Christy. Well,
2: I just think that we're doing exactly what Satan wants. We're worried about, like, where are they, where are they, um, which end of the spectrum are they on in this issue? Which end are, you know, what are, where are they politically? Where are they, you know, socioeconomically? Where are they, in, in this opinion, where where are they on their opinion of breakfast foods at, you know, Wendy's?
0: <laughs> um,
2: I have a lot of feelings about that. Okay, but, but the thing is, we worry so much about that, we don't worry about... What is their view on God? What is their view on eternity? What is their view on, you know? I want to give you my opinion on, uh, and Bree and I have been through this this week on Wendy's um a French toast Appar- French toast
1: we have missed something. No, you <laughs> missed listening out because you weren't
2: in your office. But.
1: but Bree and I had a conversation. But I'm
2: saying we have opinions, and we want to. It was like, oh, let me share my views on on Wendy's French, French toast sticks, but. I'm not going to share my views on, you know, God, because that's too, too too extreme, too Mm -hmm. extreme. You Mm -hmm. know, I'm not going to get into, and the thing is, even when we say, oh, I'm really going to, I'm really worried about this person because of what they think politically, does that really matter in eternity? And the answer is no, it doesn't. It doesn't matter if they're a Democrat or Republican, it's not going to get them to heaven either way. But now we think that, you know, mm-hmm. this is so important to get caught up in what, and I'm, I'm thinking Satan is just like, oh, thank goodness, this is what the United States is, especially, uh, specifically the United States, I say. Because we we spend so much time mm-hmm. arguing about the unimportant, other. the unimportant stuff that we aren't worried about what really is important. And mm-hmm. I just think we're... I just think he's having a field day because we have done to ourselves what he wants done, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: and we're That's we're, my we're leading we're leading down a pathway that 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 has taken it's taking some of the um, greatest leaders who have some of the sharpest minds and silencing them.
2: Well, because they just sit back and say this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to get in this argument because it's so ridiculous. Well, it's kind of like uh, parents and, and small children. You know, um, he my it's a joke in my family that my niece and nephew used to get mad at each other and would complain to their mom, he's looking out my side of the window, my mm-hmm. car window. Make mm-hmm. her look the other way. She's looking out my window. Make her look the other way. Well, and the parent, even though we're laughing about it, you know, 20 years later, the parent is saying this is so ridiculous I'm not getting in that argument and I think the older generation is kind of looking at us now saying this what is so you ridiculous act
1: like kids
2: you're acting like you're you know two and three years old and they're four and five years old in the back seat fighting over a window it doesn't matter what where you're looking it doesn't matter who's looking out your window with you or the, who's
1: looking at you or who's <laughs> looking at you
2: it, it's not something worth fighting about but I think in in our time period that we're in right now, We argue about everything, and we Mm. we, but we're adults, so Mm. we don't say this is ridiculous. And and so
1: we're at war with one another. So how do you live in the middle of that? You know, how do you not? How do you change? How do you how do you make that change? And and those are some of the things that we're really going to dive in deep to at, at our retreat. And so. With that being said, you know, we don't want to still give all this the this, this stuff away, but you know, it really is the adults have to lead and most of the time the adults are the one who are who is the quietest. Who who's making the least amount of noise.
2: But also the younger generation can be the adult and can say this is this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. I mean, really in the grand scheme and that's the thing, you get so pinpointed on this moment. I have to win this mm-hmm. argument and Bree's just like, I'm, I'm already out of this. No, she just
1: I saw I'm her just face agreeing. right now. She's like, y'all are killing
2: me.
0: No, no, no. That's not what I was thinking. I was thinking that sometimes i I hear like older people saying stuff. I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. I was agreeing with <laughs> Christy on that. I was like, sometimes I just hear things. I'm like, is this really what we're worried about today? And we get so caught up in the moment
2: that the grand scheme. And, and I know that Brad's quoted before Miss May Bakey's one time told her that God makes decisions on the entire parade or something mm-hmm. like that. He, sees he can see the whole parade. He sees the whole the parade, beginning the, the beginning right. and the end. And we get so caught up on the uh, in in that scenario, we get so caught up on the float right in front of us mm-hmm. that we don't worry about the com- the thing that's coming before, we forget about what's ahead it of us. It steals your joy. And you get so caught up in that moment that you don't you don't pay attention to the rest of the time. And so, in period. the
1: struggle though that we're talking about, Chrissy, it's really important because it steals your joy. And then when it steals your joy, and you don't have any joy, you're no longer a joy to be around. And then, therefore, you're you're like the Debbie Downer, if you will. I don't know where that came from, like that quote. But anyway, I guess she ruined the party one day. But you know, it's you feel this, you carry this weight of oppression that when you walk in the room, you automatically have implicit bias. And you're judging people based on their outward appearance. And then you judge them based on what they're saying or posting or something like that, that we fail to find the the good in them that, that um, can see some great things happen.
2: I, I just, I, um, yeah. You fail to fail a lot. You fail to help them in the time that they need you to help them because you're so mad about what happened before. And it's really and hard. Or you're so like you've so kind of canceled them and, mm-hmm. and the whole cancel culture. We've multi- many, many times said we are the cancel culture thing's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But it's so prevalent and it so keeps happening that I mean.
1: But the, the challenge is, and this is what Christian and I were just having a conversation with ourselves, and we want to have one with you today because we were just like, I'm just sad. It makes me sad. You know, something will make you sad, and then you're like, "Well, is it worth saying anything?" And then if I say anything, you know, no good's going to come out of that because they're going to be you just won't argue back. But the reality is, you find these things, and you're like, "Did you? How can you really fathom that?" You know, like, like for instance, this has nothing to do with politics, but it's like I was reading this article this week. You know how a couple of states have said by 2035 you can no longer drive uh a uh, vehicle with an internal combustion engine it has to be battery or something of that nature and then yesterday it comes out in a headline that in california they're like okay i read the article please don't charge your electric vehicles and so it's like in one week we this state has done these two things and it pulls people in and they just start fighting about that you know it's like it in in the person in the middle is just like where's the adult in the room you know, there and, are no adults and it's, it's, in the room, and I always so look for we it. have to be the adults.
0: Yeah, the adultier adult. Me and Ashley laugh about this. Ashley Marika and I um are always like together, and we're going doing something, and we go out to eat, and they're like, "Who? Like who? What party is this?" And we're like, "Ashley," and she's like, "Y'all, y'all can say your name." So I was like, "Nope, you're the adultier adult." The <laughs> thing is, we're always looking for an adultier adult, and I'm learning that they don't really exist anymore. Like once you. Once you reach a certain age, you, you, you want someone to, you know, take control or be the leader. And, you know, you realize I hey, don't really know what you're doing either.
2: I have to do it or exactly. None of us know. What no one no, no one really <laughs>
0: knows what you're doing. So there's so
1: in a world where you constantly say, I just can't believe like I this truly isn't right. Mm-hmm. We have to be the person who focuses on the main thing which is healthy relationships with people who think differently than you. Please, you know, try to pursue those things, have those things, walk through those things, and we have to be the difference because we have to value the place that God has placed us. And if you value the place that he's placed you, then you have to value the people that are in that circle. And as Christy said earlier when we were talking about this, she's like, you know, we just forget about the most important thing because we live in this world that also – you know, like when you die today, people just say, well, you're you, they're just in a better place. You know, and I can't tell you how many times I've heard that statement. I'm like, I just... Have, I really do
0: think it bothers
1: you. It does bother me because uh, I guess I say this too much, so I need to watch myself because Bree's picking me up, picking up on what I'm putting down here. But it's we yeah. just think we gravitate to a better place. Mm-hmm. When you see somebody... You, You know, we're people of faith. This is a podcast of faith. And so Mm -hmm. we don't believe you just end up in a better place. Like you have to make this decision to turn your life over to Jesus Christ and allow him to be the adult to lead us in a world filled with people who are not acting that way. And it's like no longer is eternity about heaven and hell. It's just about a better place. Right. And we just think, I think, Christy, you said it best. You just think, well, this place is so bad, the next place has got to be better. Right, yeah, and it really kind of checked me, Brie. Like when Christy said this, you know, she was like, you know, we were having this whole conversation. She's like, well, you know, we just forget about the eternal thing. We forget about a person having the peace to pass human understanding, right. a peace that only God can bring to our life. And so, in the middle of this world, people are looking for something, and what they're looking for is only what God can bring. But so many times, we're so caught up in the little things that are so trivial today. I mean, what is so ginormous today will be forgotten about by the next news headline next week. So next it, week, it'll uh,
2: be forgotten about by five o'clock today. Mm-hmm. Well, it mean. just
1: depends on what comes out. Honestly, but if it's, if it's, it's a slow news day, it's a slow news day. Yeah. And so with that, how do we negotiate these waters? I think Christie's right. Look at for people, look at people for who they really are. They are a person who is created with a Royal, with a royal blueprint, God created them. He formed them and fashioned them. They have a royal plan for their life because Jesus Christ is the designer of our life, and He is royalty. And so, therefore, we are in that line of royalty. And so, He wants to do these things in our life, and He has all these plans for our life. And you know that we we know that we're put here to glorify God. But the blank is what matters, and in that, as we figure those things out that we can just have the joy unspeakable and full of glory and that we won't allow things to just steal it away from us and say, I'm going to be the difference in the room. I'm going, even though I'm losing ground, even though the island's getting smaller, I'm still going to stand here and be the difference. And
2: not jump on the next boat that floats
1: by. Not jump on the next boat that floats by. And also, you know, Christy's been working me over about oh, this yeah. apathy blame me. no 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 she, she has <laughs> you know because as we've been working on this apathetic thing it's like there's nothing apathetic about me but in a lot of ways i have become apathetic because i'm just like eh it's
2: well it's not I even think,
1: worth the conversation because we think so differently
2: and that's it i think it's it's not that you're necessarily don't think it's the person's not worth it it's just like there's so many things bombarding you that it's like why even throw my voice into the you know, or why even try to throw the voice of reason into the conversation because it's just gonna be drowned out by so many other things. Mm -hmm. And um so we just quit even trying.
0: Mm -hmm. Quit trying. And that's when it becomes I just you become apathetic to things. Right.
1: Until you go to breakfast at Wendy's (laughs) (laughs) So,
0: So I feel like we need to clarify this. So um
1: because we like Wendy's. We here do. We, we are
0: Wendy's people at this church. We I have are Definitely. We. The females, especially. We are. love some Wendy's at this church. So, um, recently, Wendy's has released, I think this week, they started selling uh, home style uh, French toast sticks. Now, I have only found that Sonic has the best. French toast sticks that you can get at a fast food. Sonic is amazing at those French toast sticks, and (laughs) if you hear me speaking today, go get you some. You get them anytime it's not just breakfast. They have them all day, every day. She is
2: not endorsed by Sonic, but she is telling you her opinion.
0: Sonic does not sponsor this podcast or me personally, so it's just a recommendation. But Ashley was like, "Brie, I'm gonna go get them. You get double the points if you order them today." So I'm like, "We're gonna try them. It was the adventure for the day." So, she went and got them, and I ate. They come with six in a thing, and they're huge. Like, they're pretty big. And I took a bite, and I just was not impressed. Disappointed. I was a little disappointed. Because the bar's so high, based on Sonic. They were, and... I was a little disappointed. I'm sorry, Wendy's. I still love you, but Sonic wins. On we this still one. love you for many other points, many other things. And so, um, I texted Christy. I was like, "Do you want to come try a French toast stick?" And She went, "Yes." <laughs> and I heard the door <laughs> open immediately, and she was not impressed either. But no. we did get syrup everywhere. <laughs> we did. One ruin of the things the
1: too is, um, you know, we see this in the fast food world too. Like a company comes out with something that is really a top a notch hit. It's a hit and then all the others try to mock it or mimic yeah. it. And then you gotta change it. You gotta change it some so that it's not just the same thing. But, so you know, it's whether it's Chick fil A, everybody trying to mimic their sandwiches, sandwiches or mm-hmm. the the
0: French uh, toast sticks.
1: Yep, or everybody trying to mock the blizzards. Well, you know, let me I
0: tell mean. you, this is a big news thing in my world this week. <laughs> <laughs> <All> <laughs> Had nothing right. to do with politics.
1: I thought you didn't read news.
0: I well, I keep up with uh, <laughs> social media <laughs> and like you. uh the drama between fast food companies because I lo- I love to see fast food companies fight. So, because <laughs> um, it usually means
2: specials, and you get to it enjoy. does,
0: Jews. Yeah, that's. So, I think about a week ago, Wingstop recently released, like, their chicken sandwiches, and you can put any sauce that they have on it, and then so did Buffalo Wild Wings, and Uh, so whenever Buffalo Wild Wings, like, made their post on Twitter, the, um, the social media person for- Wingstop quote tweeted and said, "Imagine having to use thirty six or however many sauces they have at Buffalo. Like it was an insult. It's like imagine trying to mimic us with thirty six tired flavors. And we only have twelve. And it was, it was really <laughs> <laughs> y'all. Social media is all right. Pettiness. We're so in some pettiness. If y'all want to go on an adventure this weekend, try a chicken sandwich from both Wingstop and or Buffalo Wild Wings and see which one is the best.
1: Or just stick to the original.
0: Or stick to the original. You can get." a nice good chicken classic sandwich from Chick-fil-A.
1: Or, yeah, you
2: always have that option. There or you, you can go. go try the Wendy's and tell us if Sonic's better.
1: Yeah. That's it. And Brie don't has forget, her you opinion. know what I always forget about too? Um, and we go to Sonic quite a bit because it's, it's our break it's stop right, yeah. on the way to Chrissy's mom's and, yes. and stuff. And so, I always forget about those supersonic burritos for oh, breakfast.
0: Sonic, you know, <laughs> we, we, were we just, just talking about, about yesterday. Yesterday. They I mean, are good. Like, nobody
1: can outdo them on breakfast. Fast they food. Cannot. You know. They cannot. So as you were out web there, I, well, what's I
0: that? So. She was very, she was very adamant about the, the burritos. Burrito. I oh was yeah. like, is that a web thing? Because Ella be. also loves a Sonic burrito.
1: I mean, but those supersonic breakfast you know. burritos, I'm Sonic now. Supersonic. <laughs> they do. Supersonic.
2: They're
0: supersonic. Guess what we're having for? <laughs>
2: as soon That's as it. we finish recording, we are all having. Can heading you to tell we're home. hungry?
1: Yeah. So as you were out there fighting a good fight of faith, hey, we want to know what do you struggle with. What What are your struggles? What what have you become apathetic about? If you want Christy and I with a cherry on top of Bree's opinion (laughs) about your struggles, let us know. Uh, Send us a message. We'd love to talk about what your greatest struggle is out there in the world. I like trivial ones, though. Let us know your favorite (laughs) breakfast. Yeah. Breakfast. (laughs)
0: Struggles, yeah.
1: And let us know what you think about Wendy's French Toast (laughs) Dicks. All right. Stay humble. Pray hard. We'll see you next week. Bye. Right here on Real Talk.